<laughs> Alan was trying to insinuate the other day that the uh, the Glizzy name is also a little bit phallic, but yeah, you know, Watson going to sling the Glizzy at the massage parlor. I you know? I feel like you made that up, and no way I made that up. There's no way. <laughs> Two, I consulted Urban Dictionary, and it's just all about the hot dogs. Reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome, everybody, to the Sea Space City podcast. It is I, the Podfather Brian, here with Alan and Ricky. Alan in studio. How you doing, buddy? Man, I am tuckered out still from Saturday. We did all the Space City things we could do. Well, at least most of the things we could do. But, man, here we go. (laughs) Ricky, how you doing, buddy, after entertaining the Utes? (laughs) <laughs> the Utes, the Utes were great. Love, love you, Kingsland High. Hi, they were very fun. Hey, I'm just sitting up over here wondering if we're gonna have to have like jailbroken iPhones just to uh, go on TikTok. So, <laughs> <laughs> the return of the 2000s hacker. <laughs> cookie, 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 cookie. <laughs> I'm hacking. <laughs> that's a, that's going to be our downfall. They're going to attack us through the Utes, through TikTok. the Utes, <laughs> and the TikToks, and the Googles, and the YouTubes. It's their dances. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure that they're so preoccupied with dancing that they cannot, you know, fix the infrastructure of the country. <laughs> <laughs> All these job sites, just a bunch of young, you know. Bunch of youths dancing. dancing The boss is looking at the cameras like, God damn it, I'm paying this guy for that. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, that guy, you know, he's going to make a a couple K off TikTok and be like, I'm out of (laughs) here. Well, I'm good now. I can just quit. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So... As Alan mentioned, he's tired because we pulled the double duty cheering for Houston sports on Saturday. They saw they saw Space City, fellas. We (laughs) saw it all. (laughs) Actually, we missed one thing that I kind of one of these years want to see. And that's the art car parade. Ah, well, I guess we could have gone out the game, but not really. Yeah, so I saw that. I saw that. I saw a little bit of it. So I drove past it. That's what that was. Holy crap. So (laughs) uh, my gig Saturday night was at the uh, JW Marriott. And as I passed by, I saw like a lot of cars down there downtown. So yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, it looked really cool. (laughs) I heard on the radio that HEB broke out the giant motorized shopping cart, which is like the size of a monster truck. I've seen it on a trailer. Like it's it's wild. Is it bigger than the uh, the Oscar Mayer wiener that they rolled out? <laughs> oh, Jesus! You can put like four Oscar Mayer wieners in that, I believe. Like you put two on the basket and two on the. Oh, there was jokes there. There were so many jokes there. Oh my God! There's so you many jokes. So many glizzies in the H E B cartmobile. I tell you what. You put so many glizzies in this bitch. <laughs> So I I don't actually think it's bigger than the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Oh, it's not. No, because that thing's that thing's like the size of like a bus. Well, I've seen well, the so, Oscar Mobile Mobile. Yeah, and I think I've so, seen the the cart like driving around the freeway. I think the cart's taller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's taller. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so that Glizzy's got people. that length. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was going for. The other vehicle has the girth. So we opened up the day bright and early, the ass crack of eleven thirty in the morning. Ooh. Ooh. Um 
like Alan and I, we we picked up some Mickey, some McMuffin action on the way to the game because it was that early. <laughs> I was I was thinking about ordering some Chick Fil A just on the ride there, you know, pick it up. Nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. So chicken biscuit action. We could have probably got those at the game though. Oh, that's well. There was yeah, a Chick Fil A stand. It is true. It's a lot cheaper to just order it on. on the way there. <laughs> And this one was actually a Chick-fil-A stand. It wasn't the Marines in a Chick-fil-A disguise. (laughs) (laughs) Call back to like five episodes ago. (laughs) When the Marines got tricky. (laughs) They were wearing the ultra camo. (laughs) Almost almost had Alan signing up for the Army. Hey, I don't know. Or for the Marines, I guess. For $17 an hour, I was like, shit, say less. (laughs) (laughs) So we got up, we went over to the rig, and we went and saw our Houston Roughnecks take on the Vegas Vipers. And I tell you what. That's the first half. We were sweating and not just because it was hot. <laughs> yeah, the game it started is... out rough, bro. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Dude. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin with my criticism of the offense. I, yeah, because we, we keep on doing this. We've talked about the quarterback play like all year, man. Like, just just overthrows, just... Well, the problem to me, though, is the play calling is not doing him any favors. Probably not, yeah. Like, early in the season, the Roughnecks got away with a lot of long downfield throws. And so now, that seems to be the only thing they want to call. And they just want to do all the shooting of the run and shoot. And it's like, you got to run the ball a little bit, fellas. Like, they barely ran the ball in the first half. Yeah. Yep. And they went into the the locker room down and came out second half, and uh, the defense took care of business. First two possessions, I believe, of the game were turnovers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, the one defender, he just literally just, like, yoinked the ball from the receiver. And ran it back. It was amazing. Well, it, it's kind of like that a fumble play where the Roughnecks player, like, he literally caught it, and before he even turned, he got tackled by two guys. Mm-hmm. And they call that a fumble. Now, of course, your your NFL, you know, rules are like, oh, that's a free, that's not a fumble. You couldn't even take a step. You couldn't even alone take three steps. You know, there's no movement. <laughs> but they're like, oh, that's a fumble. And we're like, oh, these refs are freaking What'd that one guy say? <laughs> hey, ref, get off your knees. You're blowing the game. Yes, my favorite, <laughs> my new favorite referee heckle. Get off your knees. You're blowing the game. That is excellence in execution. That's and a it great a guy, one. It's a guy that was right in front of us. He's been there every game. He's. I hope he's putting aloe on his head today because he was burnt. Oh, that guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, At the end dude. of the game, he was burnt. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, you're gonna feel." I I felt his pain, like I've had the the shaved head sunburn. Whew, it's rough. I had to go with a double with a double uh, towel inside the the construction helmet. Move. <laughs> right? Yeah, Alan was, was working a little bit. Alan was working those rally t- towels. I'm just sitting there just sweating. Because <laughs> it was bad enough that it was hot, but then the, the roughnecks were just making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I felt You're... that. <laughs> These, so, but the defense came up big. Two, two fumble returns for touchdowns. Yep. The offense did just enough. In the second half, the offense decided, hey, you know what's a fun part of the run and shoot? The run. Let's try that out. <laughs> and, they, and they worked pretty effectively. I guarantee you somebody, he probably, 
I'm guessing like he probably didn't know. And by the time he got to like halftime, by the time he got to like halftime, they're letting him know. They're like, hey, Wade, like, I don't know if you know this, but you're just not running the ball at all. Like, our <laughs> like crazy lopsided here. Right. <laughs> Coach, if we run a little bit, then we can hit them with the play action, you know, and maybe a runner gets, you know, a wide receiver gets open down the field or something. You never know. Yeah, it gives them it just gives them something else to think about. I think we were up by a point after that second turnover. So that offense had one possession in them. Went up 19-13. You were feeling a little bit good, but god damn it. Those <laughs> mother freaking vipers came back down the field. Almost made a game out of it and just we had to go one more one more possession, I I believe. Yeah, they you know like every XFL game, just about that I've watched, it's not over till it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yep. Just like I was joking about the premature undefeated chance a while back, like, hey, I, I'm not, I'm not going to believe it until it's triple zeros on the clock. <laughs> yeah, and like a lot of the the people in our end zone were were complaining because we were running down the clock essentially, right? Kick the field goal at the end of the possession. And then just had to force, you know, the Vipers to to run the whole field. And hey, that's what you have to do. You're you're trying to secure the victory. Yeah. The the day you're not trying to leave time on the clock and you know get scored on nine points. And I think what was the game? I was actually watching it Sunday morning. I think it was the DC Guardians versus the Renegades. Renegades came back in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. That was a thriller during lunch. I couldn't believe it. Took it to overtime, like. Like when I turned on that game, that that DC versus Arlington game. Like, oh, this shit's over. This is I don't even want to watch. This. Yeah, it was like twenty to nine, and I'm like, I mean, technically they're one score, but it doesn't feel <laughs> like it. And then end of the game, like second half, the Renegades are like, oh yeah, we know how to play. Let's go, <laughs> tied it up. Like field goal with one second left to tie the game. Went to overtime, and D.C. pulled it out in overtime, which I would have loved to see D.C. catch a second L. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the shootout aspect of it was very fun to watch. I, I didn't expect it to be that way. I guess I hadn't watched an overtime game. But I enjoyed it. It's pretty good. Right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> St. Louis had their fate in their hands on Sunday afternoon. <clears throat> when they took on Seattle, all St. Louis had to do was win, and they were in. And Seattle took it to them a little bit. Seattle's got some, yeah, they've got some talent on that team. Though. They do. They, yeah, they're not they're not as consistent as you know maybe DC is, but like yeah, they they've got some real talent on that team. So absolutely. <laughs> so the Roughnecks are hosting. The, the South Division Championship, they'll be playing either the Brahmas or the Renegades. There's oh, a couple, right? There's a couple different playoff scenarios in play. Um, the Roughnecks will play the Renegades for their final home or final uh, regular season game in Arlington. And the Renegades are going to be winning your in mode. And if the Renegades lose and San Antonio wins, then we're going to have the Brahmas for a third time. And the Brahmas have given the Roughnecks everything they could handle twice. Yeah. Like, it's almost like one of those where do you think you can beat the Renegades or do you think you can get the Brahmas twice? So I think with Arlington, the funky thing about that is like because we play them coming up, like if they win and they're in, you're going to play them two weeks in a row. Yep. So like you kind of would almost rather, I don't know, like maybe lose to – you don't want to lose, but you could see a scenario where they lose to Arlington the first week and then, you know, come through and win. Right. But then again, there's the fact that if they beat them and San Antonio gets in, they have to come down here again. Yeah. Yeah, they've given them everything they've they've got. 
but they've come short twice. Yeah. Can the Roughnecks keep on being the Brahma's kryptonite? Yeah. It's very possible that, you know, every, you know, just some teams, you got their number. Yeah. Very happy to have another Roughnecks win. You know, like Alan said, there's, there's some good luck charm potential, you know, that the other week, Ricky, when we went and watched the Roughnecks game and they lost, you know, maybe it was just, uh, Alan wasn't there with us, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> Alan was a good luck charm. He just needed right? to come through. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you just go to the Roughneck game and they win, and then, you know, you follow it up by going to an Astros game, and, you know, they also win. That's the second Astros game I go to, and, you know, both times they've won. So, you know, that's just 100%, you know, fact. Uh, same with me this year. Yeah. So, Ricky, we have to get you out to a game, you know, all three of us. See if it's a. I mean, we might have to buy like five seats because holy shit! So, <laughs> the seats Alan, are small. Is this what we're getting at? You know, it, it's just there's a lot of them in a smaller space than really accommodates, especially me. Well, I, I agree, bro. So I'm not. So I'm not. I guess I'm not big around the waist and stuff like that, but I do have big shoulders. So those seats, yeah, they, they kind of screw over a guy like me too. Like I hate the, hate so, the MMA seats. <laughs> we're sitting there and, you know, I, I didn't think the seats were uncomfortable, but when we first sat down, like there wasn't hardly anybody in our row. And we're like, okay, well maybe we lucked out and, you know, people bought or didn't buy these seats or whatever. So we're sitting there and we got, we, we kind of spread out, you know, there's a seat between us and the people beside us and I'm sitting in, you know, I've got a seat, a buffer seat and then Alan's two seats down. Like we're all just like, yeah, life is good. Drinking beer, eating peanuts. Just chilling. I love those when you could just stretch out. Yeah. Like you had tons of elbow room and then. And filling your four beers you drank before the Uber arrived. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> You're like, oh, he detoured. Go grab another one. That's fine. <laughs> Let's go to the scenic route. Fact. <laughs> so we um we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, these ladies show up. And they came from the dumbass side because they took the long way in. And these ladies roll in and Alan hops up and he, he guts up and he gets in the seat between me and the people beside us, which was actually, you know, the seat that belonged to us. And all of a sudden, Alan and I are real cozy. <laughs> you, guys, you guys got real close in there, man. Real snugly. And then <laughs> two peas in a pod. I don't know how how old do you think that girl was that was beside you? Uh, probably like, sixteen. Uh, yeah, but she was small. Yeah. I guess she was offended by Alan, like just plopping down, plopping down beside her. So she switches with her dad, who was also not a small dude. And so all of a sudden now all three of us are just squeezed together and I'm trying not to be in this lady's lap beside me. <laughs> and I'm just getting like more and more just agitated. My back's starting to hurt because I'm just like leaning at this like kooky ass angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden these ladies like get up in a huff and leave. And now I'm sitting here stewing. Cause I'm mad because I'm like the way they kind of huffed out of there. I was waiting for them to make some kind of, you know, thanks a lot, fat ass comment to me. Whoa. And I was, I was prepared for battle. <laughs> you're, you're ready for your viral moment over there at Minute Maid Park. I, I was just going to be like, listen, all I know is I was pretty lit that I was just like, I was just like so happy. Just, just like, oh, this is great. I got, I got a Crawford uh, dog finally. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. We had Crawford dogs, which Ricky, if you haven't had one of those yet, you got to get that in you. What is it? It is a a hot dog. So it's with it's not a hot dog. It's a hamburger dog. So it's a burger it's a hot bun dog. 
with a dog with a bunch of dogs in it, and then it's got bacon toppings on it. I mean, it was pretty good. The mustard, you know, I could have done it without the mustard. I could have gone good something else, but it was pretty excellent. Yeah, so he's got me doing it, the oof face over here. It's it's on a Martin's potato roll, which I love that little taste of home. Yeah, because they're a Pennsylvania thing, and. It's this dog, it's grilled onions, it's like this bacon jam, and then just some straight up yellow mustard on this potato roll. Ooh. I'll take one. No grilled onions. Hold the onions. Oh, oh man. No, oh, listen. Extra bacon. The grilled onions are phenomenal. They're amazing. Nope, nope not for me. Not for me. No, oh, I don't know who hurt you, but... You know, <laughs> and they have the big old double sized Crawford box that yeah. we were drinking. Nice. Have a little Crawford box tonight too to celebrate that. <laughs> Sound like you also because also because it's what was in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> we drank we drank all the Love Streets on Saturday. <laughs> Which section did you guys sit in? One oh nine, one oh nine. Okay, okay. I was wondering if you guys were in the three hundreds because I was in the three hundreds for like a playoff game. Yeah, I remember those seats. We were right behind the uh, right behind home plate. Those seats were I so small and like it feels so weird. Like like you're looking down, it feels like almost you're gonna fall. (laughs) This is why I said let's. I said, I said, I'll spend, I'll spend a little extra money to be down in that lower bowl because, oh yeah, I would want that vertigo when I'm drunk. When I, when I first got at the, when I first got to Tadeku and I looked up the tickets, right, I found some 300 level first row tickets, so that's like primo, right? And it was like sixty dollars, yeah. and we were debating it. Half an hour later, tickets are gone. Don't <laughs> work. You got to reset the whole app because those tickets are gone. So we were like, oh, I guess we got to go into the first, you know, the first bowl. And, you know, it was unfortunately double the price of the 300. <laughs> we still got in. We'll drink to that one. Right? <laughs> yeah, I thought Alan was going to keep talking, so I took a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I woke up this morning and I was going to renew the, the Roughneck tickets for the playoffs. And then I was putting in my card, and it's like, hey, buddy, you used too much. <laughs> you used too much Saturday. <laughs> Noted. Oh, don't worry. I mean, I, I can get it. No, it's no big deal. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Astros won 8-2. to two. They had a big flurry in, like, the sixth inning, like, Alan got up and went to the team store to get himself a Space City jersey. I was feeling it, you know. I was like, you know, this is a good time right here before the seventh inning stretch. Let me go stretch my legs. All of a sudden, I'm furiously texting Alan, like, are you still at the store? (laughs) Did you see the prices of the uh, Roughnecks jerseys? I guess they're like plus 100 or something like that. Oof. Like yeah, it feels like people were making a big deal about it on the uh, Facebook group or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I honestly feel like what I'm going to do is either buy some white T-shirts, get them tie-dyed, and then go put a Roughnecks logo on it. Yeah. Or do the super quote-unquote uh, not legal thing and order a jersey through DHK for 30 bucks and call it a day. <laughs> hey if you're gonna if you're gonna price up your uh stuff you know there's gonna create like a secondary market for that's it. true i mean that's true look i bought a uh, shirt and it was a uh, fan appreciation day so it was a uh, 25 dollars shirt for 20 bucks so you know not bad yeah that's not good bad beggars can't be choosers right <laughs> and hey if they start making official merchandise in my size i'll buy it <laughs> but until they take care of us super big boys I can't spend money at the XFL store. <laughs> so, yeah, we went 2-0 and on Saturday night. Badass, and, badass. Yeah, we're going to leave, and Brian had the big idea. Because of my previous experience, the first game I went to this year, getting an Uber, it was like a pain in the ass. So I said, let's walk down. Yes, anybody who's listening, like, this should be known. 
but the ride home, like after an event, trying to get an Uber, you might be sitting there for like an hour. And, well, it, and, and it's going to cost like three times. The amount, so. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and so that's what we, we noticed. Like Alan yeah. pulled up the app and was looking at prices for the rides. And it was like 56 bucks to drive from Minute Maid to Pasadena. It's like, yeah, Post-mania? that's too much. Postmania was insane, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Post Royal Rumble <clears throat> this year, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. So <laughs> we decided we were going to. I had this big idea. I'm like, let's get a little bit away from the stadium. Yeah. And so we walked to Texas Tailgate, where we've hung out after soccer games and it's right right across from the soccer stadium and so we get there and and by this point prices have gone down we sit down and it's like i'm trying to get motivated to get back up and go get a beer and i was like okay let me get the uber on its way first well boom dude was already on his way he was like two minutes away like as soon as i hit the uh hit for the ride i was like well guess we're not getting a beer (laughs) (laughs) and um dude rolls in and it was it was funny because the uber we took to get to the stadium when i sat in the passenger seat it apparently just deleted all the electronics in the car he he had no radio large magnet in your pocket or something so I guess there's something in his airbag sensor that there's a short. All of a sudden, he has no turn signals. He has no radio. He has no speedometer. No gas. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's right. No AC." You but the, lower the windows. Power windows worked though. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the whole electrical system yeah, didn't right, go yeah, out because yeah, yeah. the car was actually off. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "Oh man, that's kind of rough." <laughs> like and then he like he I said so when I get out of this seat everything will work again he's like yeah like bro you got to get that fixed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah on the other hand if we would have both been on the back I think it would have been a lot a bigger problem than <laughs> <laughs> that I I get in the back problem. seat those back those that back chassis is going to be dragging on the wheels <laughs> <laughs> but man we did we did of course we did our heavy pregame like we said at at home and just i only had the one big can of beer but man the big news about the extension on the beer sales is is gotten a lot of these stadiums going man and apparently the astros said you know what we don't even care about the eighth inning we're just selling till we sell baby <laughs> oh really yeah they're going to the ninth <laughs> They're going till it's over. Just, yeah. <laughs> you better be chugging your double beer on the way out the gate. <laughs> it's not their responsibility. That's your responsibility to be a grown-ass human being. And if you can't drive the Uber, you know? That's yeah, I absolutely. I saw, I saw a Phillies pitcher had a thing about it. Yeah. And he said, you know, Losers. oh, we stopped, we're, we stopped beer sales. In the seventh inning, so people could sober up to drive home. I'm like, are we still going with that as a thing? You don't sober <laughs> up in, you know, an hour. half an hour. Yeah, I was like, if you if you got enough, if you drink enough to where you got drunk, you no, need to you're sober not up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not how that works. <laughs> I was like, you just keep taking your limos everywhere, bub. <laughs> so yeah so we we exit the the stadium right and there's all these guys with these uh cell phones just that said need a ride need a ride and it's like flashing black and white and it's like oh well you know uber did just say it was 60 dollars. let's see what these guys are charging these guys are charging last guy in the row like... confident af without missing a beat <laughs> He's like, got a Pasadena, twenty five miles, two fifty. Two fifty. I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, Ricky earlier was like, oh yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'm like, bro, two fifty. First off, Pasadena is not twenty five miles away. Yeah, but like twenty five miles. You want to hear what's funny? 
<laughs> I get, I said, dude, two fifty. He instantly goes one fifty. I as we hundred after you said two fifty. Yeah. What? Like, well, I got a limo, bro. He needs to go back to school for negotiation, bro. Well, and like, listen, two hundred at first. What are you doing? <laughs> so, and and I wanted to be mean to him, but I I wasn't. I was just like, oh, that's too rich for me, bro. You know, and we kept going. And he's like, well, it's a limo. I'm like, yeah, it's still too rich for me. I'm not paying $150 to go home. <laughs> we stretching out here when we go to the suites and boxes, you know. It's like, all right, you know, we're, we're treating ourselves. It's a nice little treat. But, yeah, 200 for a ride. Like, damn. <laughs> this, this better come with some Deshaun Watson experiences in the back here. <laughs> yeah, this limo better be full of strippers and champagne. You better get some. You better get some glizzy in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, and then the drive home was funny because uh, this guy he was friendliness was not his strong suit. Oh, but I, I've always had like really, really talkative, super nice Uber drivers. So <laughs> this, this guy was, it's not like he was mean. Yeah. But like he went silent pretty quick. And when the, when we were having conversation, it was, he was complaining about gas prices and what he makes driving for Uber. Yeah. Yeah. But we figured out why he was using up all this gas. This dude drove like an animal. Like, he would just, like, punch it. It was like, floor it, stomp on the brakes. Floor it, stomp on the brakes. It's like, dude, feather that a little bit, you know? Yeah, like, you know, tip just to save on gas a little bit. You know, you can get there like a minute later. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. And then he was, he seemed like he was kind of mad that we were going to Pasadena because he was going to be coming back empty. But he got it right on the way there. It wasn't that bad, honestly. And it was like, well, I'm sorry I don't live like at where your next yeah. pickup is, but you know. Nah, yeah, decline it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how that worked, but. <laughs> it's fine. I could Uber for life. Not a problem. <laughs> so, uh, all in all, even with some of the shenanigans we had, a great experience, great day. Caught a little bit of a sunburn. You know, I I contributed more to it today because I went and played some golf. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. I, nice. Listen, uh, so I, I'm back on shift work right now. Okay. So I had four days off. So Friday and today I golfed. Saturday we went to the Roughnecks and uh, Astros, and then yesterday I went with Vastine of the Vastine and Marty show to see one of her favorite actors, Russell Crowe, in The Pope's Exorcist. The Pope's Exorcist. How was it? <laughs> it was good. Yeah, and that's, and, that's what and, it looks like. It looks like. Yeah. It was it was it was good. I don't like horror movies. They're not my rise. They're not my jam. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely, you will never. You would have to tie me to the chair and give me some kind of stimulant to keep me awake because I would just like shut down and go to sleep because I no, I have no desire to see that movie. It looks horrifying. I am a big giant pansy and I'm okay with it. So (laughs) (laughs) we go see the Pope's exorcist delightful movie. It turned out it was pretty good. It was, it was a little bit scary, but it was more thriller than horror. Yeah. Um, it was, it was very good. Vastine posted about it on Twitter and got a thank you from one of the movie's producers. Oh, on Twitter, okay. right? Did she have connections <laughs> like that? Did she like know somebody? No, who knows somebody no. Just, but I, I told her we got to cultivate that. You know, we got to get her book adapted. You know, get the producer on on one yeah, of the podcasts. Yeah, like yeah. let's go. 
She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. She's <laughs> she's all full of good manners and such, you know, not like looking to exploit every interaction with people. That's good. That's very <laughs> rare. These it, it is. It's very, it's very good and very rare. Even if it's like, well, what would Brian do? Instantly. Want to be on our podcast? Come on. <laughs> not Let's forcing talk. you. Yeah, not, we're not forcing you. Just tossing it out there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we did our traditional thing when we go to a movie. We made it Bubba's. Bubba's 33. Ah, okay. Uh, that place is good. That place is good. Like, what I, is that? I, it's a, it's just kind of like a sports bar. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's um, a little sports, it's not little, but it's a sports bar here off of, uh, uh off the Beltway. Yeah. And it's honestly got some pretty kick-ass food, whether it's, I think it's got like Cajun twist, but it's also like American, you know, you can get a good steak, good burger, but you can get some good seafood. I think, uh. Yeah, their burgers like and their that. pizzas are like their big selling point. Yeah, the blazing shrimp, honestly, as an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Kick ass, bro. Um, I've uh, we had our fantasy draft there one one year for the work league. Oh, okay, nice. Um, if I ever win one of those, and I have to get my uh, whole <laughs> league to come down to Houston because you know we're gonna choose where we get to golf or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Oh shit! Is Alan gonna get on the golf course? I mean, bro, I, I need to go take some lessons because I've been at Top Golf and I suck like Major Glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are determined to get Glizzy bad. No, Glizzy, Glizzy good. Glizzy bad. Glizzy bad. Glizzy is not, not bad. naughty. Not bad, but just just Glizzy. Fun. Glizzy, Glizzy fun. is not naughty. Glizzy is food. Glizzy is fun and maybe naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Glizzy gets mustard on it. Nothing else. Uh, you Don't can you... do the mustard if you want to. Keep it away. I'd <laughs> <laughs> <Might> sting. <laughs> oh, don't ruin Glizzy. <laughs> not when I'm wearing a Glizzy hat. <laughs> That's a rapper named Shy Glizzy. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, Shy Glizzy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. If uh, and, and there are a few Bubba's around, if you get a chance, hit up Bubba's Thirty Three. It's good stuff. <laughs> Alan, you know it. Ricky, you got to experience it. Like I said, they got good burgers, good pizzas. Um. I had their mac and cheese, and it was the first time I wasn't ecstatic. Yeah. So maybe like, don't eh. get the mac and cheese. Yeah. This was like school lunch mac and cheese. <laughs> no, it was. there was lots of good flavor, and it was chicken and bacon in it. Yeah. But the sauce was thin. I like yeah. a real thick sauced mac and cheese. Like, I, like a I don't, thick sauce. <laughs> yeah. I, I want that to be like straight, just melted Velveeta. Like, let's go. High high viscosity. Exactly. (laughs) I I, I don't want that runny sauce. It's got to be viscous. (laughs) You don't like leaky sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That was was kind of our weekend of shenanigans. And, you know, we have some stuff here that we've been meaning to talk about. Um, first off, because this has been on the docket for like two weeks, let's talk about this UFC fight. Oh yeah. Um, was that from Easter weekend or the weekend before? Um, Alan, uh, talk, not this past talk to weekend, us. but the weekend before. Yeah, so Easter weekend was the big Israel Adesanya versus uh, Pereira. Alex Pereira. Alex, Alex Pereira, Pereira, number three, but really it's like fight number five or whatever. I guess no, this is technically fight number two in UFC, but this is like fight number four. And Pereira had honestly, it's been an interesting rivalry in the fact that Adesanya has had Pereira's number in the fact that he's dominated most of the three fights. But, uh, Pere- oh, but yeah. Pereira has actually won all three fights by knocking the guy out or, you know, whatever it is that happens during the fight. So it's just, you know, even though you're getting most of the damage, you're not finishing it out. 
and actually in this fight it was actually the reverse. Pereira was getting a lot of the damage on Izzy, and he uh, he was like uh, leg kicking uh, Adesanya, and you know Adesanya was covering up, and that kind of baited Pereira into just like lowering his gloves and just throwing willy nilly, and he got caught with like an inside hook, and you know on the way down it was just not a nasty. It was a very, very nasty ending. And uh, <coughs> Adesanya actually ended up like, uh, how do you call it? Gloating to one of uh, Pereira's kids because uh, Pereira, uh, one of Pereira's sons, actually during the first fight, he ended up doing like a knockout uh, taunt right next to Israel Adesanya. So it's actually a pretty interesting because uh, all you saw was Israel Adesanya pointing at somebody in the crowd. And then he did like a mocking, like, who look at me faint. And he just fell onto his side. But long story short, it was honestly a very, very good uh, dish served cold because I felt like Adesanya definitely waited and just took his opportunity. People have been saying that this is just further proof that UFC is fixed between the way the John Jones fight ended, where it was like a kind of a fake chokehold, but it was a chokehold. I mean, that's the way he finished Lyoto Machida. He had him in an underneath guillotine, you know? So it's not a fake. But with the way that uh, Adesanya definitely hit these uh, punches right there, it was... I mean, Adesanya is not a bulky guy, but he has power. He's he kind of like a punches. Bruce Lee guy. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he, he turned his hips on those on the hooks and, yeah. No, he got all, all, every little bit of the punch that he could get out onto him. Even so, on the no, bomb down. Even on the bomb down. Like, come on. There's, <laughs> there's no way. That, even if that guy was faking it, he was fucking knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, these, these were not fixed. They, people always have these weird idea about sports because, like, sports, you, you have so many games and so many fights. Some of them are going to end in like really weird ways, you know. Not in things that this one was particularly weird. Entertained. <laughs> I didn't think that this one was even particularly uh, that weird because, like, Adesanya had um, caught Pereira in the previous fight. It's just that Pereira caught Adesanya in the end, you know, to actually deliver the knockout blow. But this time, yeah, Adesanya was finally able to finish him. Big, 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 big fight Easter weekend. And then even this weekend on the way to to uh, Texas tailgate, we were kind of watching the UFC fight there. But honestly, we were like, yeah, let's go home. We've had a long day. Yeah, uh, Max Holloway, it was a five-round draw. So not draw, but it was a five-round, you know, decision. So we would have not have lasted that long. <laughs> Good fight. But, yeah, yeah, it was a long run. <laughs> Switching up sports, though, to our favorite Sunday activity, spring football is just rolling around, about to end. But now we're in full swing of this uh, offseason with all these trades and contract signings and all these trade rumors and people trading out of the draft. Man, what do you think, Brian? Well, first off... A trade I I can't figure out if I or a signing I can't figure out if I like or not. And that is OBJ to the Ravens. I love the dirty, that. I mean, so here's the thing: I'm a Steelers fan. I don't like the Ravens having anything nice. There you go. <laughs> so I've been I've been reveling in this uh, Lamar Jackson baloney, like just thoroughly enjoying just front office and player personnel shenanigans for the Ravens. Like it makes my heart <laughs> swell three there's sizes. A, there's a rumor going around that he was offered $200 million guaranteed. Now I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that one, but 200 million guaranteed feels like maybe you should have took, took that one. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, and he wanted that Deshaun money. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like and the Ravens, and the Ravens were like, who do you think we are? The Browns? Yeah. We used to be the Browns. <laughs> we moved. We trade. became the Ravens. That's not the scale-setting <laughs> trade. That's not the, uh, yeah, that's not the, uh, like, the the sort of pace runner of the trades or anything <laughs> like that. That's the one that, like, outruns everybody. It's like, no, we're not going to catch that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Uh, rumor has it that that might be enough, though, to entice Lamar to stay in Baltimore. Well, no, I, I think he's he de- he's demanding another wide receiver. So I think either somebody like DeAndre Hopkins or... Well, that would really make me mad. That would really make you mad? I mean... It would. That's a, that division would be a tight battle between Cincy, Ravens, and, you know, the other two teams in there. Oof. Oh, I know it's the Steelers. You just cut me real deep right there. You just like, you know, yeah, you lumped you lumped the Steelers in with the Browns. Like, oh, look, the Steelers have the QB and the Browns do have a QB right in the heart. And then he's twisting that dagger. Oh no, not you too. No, Cincinnati has Joe Burrow. Cincinnati oh. has Joe Burrow. Oh. And the Ravens can keep Lamar, and they stack him with a couple of wide receivers. Bro, I, I heard this weird stat about the Ravens that they've either never – I think the Ravens have never had a wide receiver to make the Pro Bowl who's not like a a, a, a kick returner or some or punk right. returner. They've never had a wide receiver to make the Pro Bowl. That's insane. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> When you look on the Ravens, when you look back at the Ravens' history, but like, right, wild. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, look. Whenever the only wide receiver for the highlight is Joe Flacco tossing it over the Broncos secondary for Jacoby Jones or whatever, you know, goddamn you, fucking Houston Texans, another one, <laughs> you know. But anyway, it's just a bunch of running history. And J.K. Dobbins, look, if Baltimore somehow can grab Seek, I think that might entice, you know, Lamar to actually stay, whether it's just OBJ, Seek, J.K. Dobbins. Trying to make the form the uh, all-overrated team. I know this just taking the knife and, like, stabbing Brian, like, no, 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 no! I encourage that. That's the all overrated team. He's okay with Zeke. Yeah, he's yeah. Okay like, with go Zeke. ahead, go ahead. OBJ, OBJ might might open up the offense a little bit. I don't. I know mean, about listen, he sure may or may not be good. You know, but Zeke lost his job to Tony Pollard. Lamar, you know, Lamar, you know, he's injured a couple games a year, so that that works out okay. Yeah, you know, and he may not even play there, so that's okay. Zeke will sit about three or four games. Oh no, right. Lamar's going to be there. Lamar will be there next season, unless I someone mean, just just gets crazy and is like, "Hey, well, you want that Deshaun Watson?" <laughs> like they have just a shitty draft, which is like next Thursday, I think. Someone just has like a really <laughs> pretty dropping that lead no. in there. <laughs> someone dropping just has, that like, a really draft and then. <laughs> He just like, hey, let's give uh, Lamar Deshaun Watson money. You know, I got to save my job. <laughs> <laughs> so, a big news story that came out today is, and I loved how they sold this on the radio this evening. They said a guy who lost his starting job in the national championship game transferred. And then with a second round draft pick became the highest paid player in NFL history. And that would be one Jalen hurts. The Eagles wrote the big check. Yeah. And I want to say it was two, it was five years, two sixty or something. Yeah. He's something like, like that. 179 of it guaranteed. Yeah, which yeah, is 190 it's, it's guaranteed. Three years, right? Three years guaranteed. You're thinking like that's at least 60, 60 million a year. Uh, they said, I guess it worked out to 51 million, million a year. Guaranteed? Well, that's no, what he's no, making. On the contract. Yeah. The guarantee was like 170, 190, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That, that he's like the highest guaranteed player right now over Deshaun Watson. So. God damn it! Why'd you have to bring Deshaun into this well, again? Because he's the he was. <laughs> look until no, until I get a new one. Until I get a new one that treats me better, I just got to go back to what I love, and you know that that yeah. that that crimson brown uniform just looks pretty nice. <laughs> crimson brown? 
what do you mean? Is. Do you mean blaze orange and shit brown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Burgundy are we talking brown? about this, the uh, commanders here? Or what <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! And so, I mean, we covered a lot tonight. Yeah. And um, uh, we only we have two more things on here. Let's talk about them, and maybe they'll end up in extra time. Um, but the Chicago Cubs introduced a CBD beer at the ballpark. Oh, yeah. Is that what I'm understanding here, Alan? Yes. I think uh, Chicago is one of those – well, not Chicago, but Illinois is one of those northern states that is, you know, amplifying its laws. They're a little 420 friendly? They're a little 420 friendly and maybe other things, but – Maybe other things are exploring this CBD beer, and honestly, with baseball being a little fast paced that it is, it might be the perfect thing. I mean, get a little cross cross action going, and I mean, you don't need to drink the whole game. Honestly, just drinking one beer at the game is pretty good. I mean, the big cans at the Astros games are actually <laughs> ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> There's a reason they sell koozies. Yeah. Because you almost need one to get because those those twenty five ounce beers they they can take a minute, bro. Those son of a guns <laughs> are big. Like I remember, I got one at the uh, Roughnecks game. Mm-hmm. I got one, and it took me forever to finish. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I was done, I was like, "Yo, I'm good." <laughs> <Today>. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had like four empty cans in front of me. I'm like, yeah. "Let's build a pyramid." <laughs> I'm, I'm finishing mine up. Brian's finishing his second one. He's like, let's get this pyramid going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in it to win it that night. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I won. We were, responsible. <laughs> we were responsible. We were. I wasn't driving that night. <laughs> so one thing, um, uh, back to the roughnecks real quick here. We got to talk about how they scheduled this year. So we gave them credit for being kind of genius to try and schedule around rodeo. Yeah. But they hit us with early season night games when it was chilly. And then late season day games when it was freaking hot. Yeah. Like let's, let's flip that next year, <laughs> XFL. Let's get those <laughs> night games late in the season. When it, when, you know, can cool down a little bit before we go out there and get sunburns. Yeah, especially <laughs> if, like, St. Louis is an indoor stadium, right? They can play anytime. Yeah, they can play anytime. Sure. <laughs> That's what I was saying, because those are the real Where's tickets Vegas right playing? there. Right? Yeah. Vegas is not playing a lo-fi stadium, are they? Or not <laughs> so-fi? Not so-fi. God damn it. Who? The Vegas Vipers. Where they oh, they're play? playing at Cashman Field, like a Cashman minor league Field. ballpark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're not at the Raiders Stadium. Come on. <laughs> no. <butt>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that, that would be my only real tweak. Like, I liked what they did working around rodeo. Like, yeah, let's make it easier for us to get people there. But, yeah, like, let's do day games early. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not freeze in the beginning and let's not roast at the end yeah yeah <laughs> and I the roughnecks got like mid to mid to late 80s and then they're like hey let's let's toss in a couple of afternoon games for these guys i think right? what they were doing was they were looking at us in the early games and they were like hey those guys are really pale out there Let's get them in the sun to prepare them for their summers or something. Right? <laughs> it was all about acclimation. Yeah, they were like, doing it for us, you know? It's the yeah, rock. yeah, the that's rock's it. Like, Don't you want to tan like me? The rock's <laughs> the people's champ after all, you know? That's <laughs> He's like, y'all should look Samoan. Yeah, join the Anuai family. <laughs> Be a champ. Drink this soa energy and join the family. <laughs> oh, Ricky! By the way, Dusty, the the guy who did the, who won the race, 
he came back again, full on American Dream entrance with the American flag coveralls too. Dusty Rose. Dusty, Dusty came Rose. back and he he had the he had the entrance. It was great. <laughs> like they so were talking. Like they were interviewing two guys that were gonna race because Dusty couldn't make it. And yeah. this one guy's talking all this smack. Like it was full on wrestling heel promo. Yeah. This guy's talking all this smack how Dusty was afraid to be here because he didn't want to race him and all this. And then all of a sudden the music hits and here comes Dusty walking down the bleachers. America. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they did it all. It was great. Oh, my goodness. And that buddy that was talking smack ended up like ball starting off the line, ended up almost and stumbled. Down. And so Dusty had a clean ride home, no hard times here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, if we're talking about if we're talking about things being fixed, I'm not saying that Dusty's fine. Dusty's races are fixed. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Dusty was wearing flip flops. I think they absolutely are fixed. <laughs> I think Dusty might have been a little drunk. Too. I think uh, I think uh, announce homegirl was like, look, I actually can't keep doing this, guys. I think I actually pulled a hammy one of these times. That's why I couldn't win. Well, she's uh, dressing too nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's sure. rolling out in these heels and pantsuits, and she was wearing a dress this past week. It's like, well, no wonder she's not running anymore. <clears throat> to be fair, she could wear some funky oversized shirt and she would be dressed too nice. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, then there's Raheel. Right? Then there's Raheel out there in like some sweats and a freaking quarter zip going, H! 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 <laughs> Like he's working so hard to get that kickoff chant going. It's like, dude, no. Up <laughs> next. Yes. Yeah. Or just start singing Ole, Ole, Ole. <laughs> <laughs> by the way the dynamo are apparently like in seventh place in the division so you never know they're second or they're what seventh 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 oh okay they used to be 14 i so mean oh i was gonna say out of eight <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually like 2018 in the, in the division no in the major league soccer oh <laughs> okay okay so they're in the top half yeah okay they'd make the playoffs essentially but they still got another two-thirds of the season to go. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I mean, Dynamo has started. Alan, have you made it to a game yet? Oof, not yet, unfortunately. <laughs> but not a bad luck charm. Well I, I'm, well, I can't say that. I haven't gone, right? So I might be a bad luck charm. I, I gotta stay away. <laughs> I mean, if they're in seventh place, it can't hurt. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> true, true. They need all the support they can get. Right. And by the way, the Astros and Roughnecks have been going. Maybe this year's the year, you know? No? Yeah, I was looking at the schedule. I'm off this weekend. They're playing Miami CF. So. Ooh, there, you know. oh, there you go. There you go. Never been to a Dynamo game. Oh, snap. Okay. We got the next adventure for the Sea Space City Boys. Say less. Might have to happen. <laughs> Might have to happen. What time's the game? Even now, says the season ticket holder. Uh, Seven thirty. <laughs> you tell me it's a seven one three night. I'm fucking in. Let's go. <laughs> Drink some Rolling Rocks. Pound some Glizzies. <laughs> some Glizzies. <laughs> go pound some Glizzies and get pounded by a Glizzy. <laughs> no, no, no. Glizzies are hot dogs. You freaking pervoids. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I confirmed it on Urban Dictionary before we started recording. <laughs> Urban Dictionary is in constant flux. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to give you a constant flux. <laughs> well, boys, we covered a lot tonight. I think we, uh, our listeners should be commended for their endurance. Yeah, There was man, a lot of glizzy talk. There was a lot of 
a lot of us seeing Space City talk, which I think was really good. Yeah. You know, working, working, right, working, (laughs) working the mission statement, (laughs) you know, and um, I think it's time to to wrap her up. So catch us on social media on Facebook at Space City Recreation and Entertainment Facebook page. Also on the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Catch us on Instagram at SpaceCitySRE. And on Twitter at SpaceCityRE. Catch me on Instagram at Brian's Beer Show. And on Twitter at this underscore those. Elliot Update. So much progress. Went to see him a couple days ago. He was sitting up in a chair. He was alert. He's been off the ventilator for like four or five days now. Like he is progressing great. Like I said, he was alert. I had him laughing a little bit. You know, he couldn't really talk because they didn't have the, uh, the speech valve in for the, the trach tube, but he was trying. And so Hopefully we can get him back in the rehab facility out of this secondary hospital and um, get him back to working on, on getting better, getting back to being Elliot. Great news. And Great news. With <laughs> that, you know, we told you where to catch Alan and we told you where to catch me. You can catch Ricky outside if you can. Maybe it's Shell Energy Stadium on Saturday. Perhaps, perhaps, definitely bawling my eyes out and just enjoying and getting blasted by this last season of Succession. Please don't go. Please reconsider. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, if you can peel yourself off your couch between episodes of Succession, get out there and see Space City. See.